Good evening and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the Southside and Mount Washington Parish community as we celebrate the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Serving as your lector and musician, my name is Thomas Conroy. Our celebrant is Father Daniel. There's a wideness in God's mercy Like the wideness of the sea There's a kindness in His justice Which is more than liberty There is plentiful redemption In the blood that has been shed there is joy for all the members in the sorrows of the head. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. My family, as you just heard, I am Father Daniel. I, I, I am one of the priests serving our parish community here of St. Mary the Mount on Mount Washington, as well as Prince of Peace in the south side. But I've been away for a little over a month because, I, I, as some of you may know, I, I was struck ill in, uh, in the beginning or the middle of July. Uh, I had uh, two grand mal seizures and uh, multiple uh, smaller types of seizures in the beginning of July. Uh, I've been diagnosed with epilepsy since I was younger. And then six days after the seizures, I had a heart attack, believe it or not. It was certainly a surprise to me and a surprise to, to many people in my family and all my friends, of course, but uh, uh, it, it was, uh, it was uh, very traumatic to say the least. I had to spend three days in uh, cardiac intensive care and then uh, two more days in the step-down unit. Uh, but what was overwhelming for me after my release was not just the trauma of the heart attack and, the, and the, uh, the seizures before that, but it was just the overwhelming fatigue, the weakness, the irritability that comes with all of that. Uh, so uh, I, I was told, it wasn't given really an option, I was told to take some time off so that I could rest and, uh, and, uh, and heal and uh, grow stronger. Uh, that was easier said than done, but I did it with your prayers and support and kind notes and, and gifts and the like. So thank you so very much for your, for your love, for your prayers, for your patience with me during my absence and, uh, and your, all of the support that you provided me. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, just uh, during my recovery, I was encouraged to engage in uh, cardiac uh, rehabilitation. It's simple exercises. Uh, just to build up my stamina and my strength. And praise God, that has worked wonders for me, so much so that I, a few weeks ago I started entering into increased activity and uh, the, the, the offering of public masses. So again, thank you for your prayers and your support. Uh, with that said, uh, we all know, I hope we know this, that uh, humor, humor and uh, laughter stimulates part of the, of the brain that promotes retention of information or the memory 
That's why a lot of public speakers rely on humor to, to, to support uh, whatever they're expressing and expounding upon. So with that said, this is a joke. Uh, while I was in the hospital, in the emergency room, I overheard uh, in the next uh, little area a young boy being brought in because he swallowed a roll of nickels. Swallowed a roll of nickels. And, uh, and uh, the, a little bit later, I overheard one nurse say to the other, after some, peri- after some time passed by, the one nurse said to the other, uh, what's the status of the, of the young boy who ate uh, or uh, swallowed the roll of nickels? The other nurse responded, no change yet. Get out of here. That was funny. Come on. Anyway, with that said, get out of here. With that said, my family, as we enter into this celebration of the life and love of God Almighty with us and for us, let us now pause for a moment and open ourselves up to God's mercy, God's healing, and God's forgiveness of our sins. Lord Jesus, you came to reconcile us to one another and to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners like each and every one of us. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us at the right hand of your Father in glory. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things, and that we may feel the working of your mercy. Grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Let the church say amen. Amen. My family, please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of Sirach. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner hugs them tight. The vengeful will suffer the Lord's vengeance, for he remembers their sins in detail. Forgive your neighbor's injustice. Then, when you pray, your own sins will be forgiven. Could anyone nourish anger against another and expect healing from the Lord? Could anyone refuse mercy to another like himself? Can he seek pardon for his own sins? If one who is but flesh cherishes wrath, who will forgive his sins? Remember your last days. Set enmity aside. Remember death and decay and cease from sin. Think of the commandments. Hate not your neighbor. Remember the Most High's covenant and overlook faults. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Psalm 103. The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord is kind and merciful. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord is kind and merciful. He pardons all your iniquities, heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction, crowns you with kindness and compassion. The Lord is kind and merciful. He will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. Not according to our sins does he deal with us, nor does he requite us according to our crimes. The Lord is kind and merciful. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he put our transgressions from us. The Lord is kind and merciful. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, none of us lives for oneself and no one dies for oneself. For if we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For this is why Christ died and came to life, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. I give you a new commandment, says the Lord. Love one another as I have loved you. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, 
be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Again, thank you for your patience with me during my absence. One thing I was uh, forgetful in mentioning is that they didn't have to do any surgery for my illness or my heart. Uh, they didn't even put any stents in because the oddly narrow artery was not able to receive the stents. It's still oddly narrow and uh, quite constricted, so the, the physicians are, are, are uh, treating uh, this situation with as much medicine as I could take. Uh, I'm in a, they, they've prescribed a lot of medicine, so that's what, another reason why I had to take some time off to allow my body to acclimate to all the medicines for my heart, for my blood pressure, for, for everything else. So it's, uh, it's a, it was, has been an ordeal, and I uh, just want to let you know. So thank you uh, again for your prayers and your support. Uh, as you noticed in the bulletin, uh, there, we're, we're going through a lot of uh, uh, effort for the merger process of Prince of Peace as well as St. Mary of the Mount. So please take a note of what you read in the bulletin and respond accordingly. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a sheet in there about all the names for, for, uh, that are proposed for our new parish, all the names that are proposed. So and again, uh, to offer some whimsy and some humor. I hope it's funny. Uh, the, some people asked me to revive the list of the names that did not make uh, uh, the list of uh, possibilities for our new parish. And here they are. Please laugh if you, if you like, but if not, that's fine too. You know how some names are merged together. You know, some names uh, are, are combined together. When you like two different names, you just can't find a, a good, uh, you can't pick between either of them, so you, you blend them together. And these are, the, these are the names that, again, did not make the list. This is a joke. St. Francis, everybody likes St. Francis, of course, and St. Scholastica merged into St. Fantastica. That did not make the list, just so we're clear. That did not make the list. St. Benedict the Abbot and Madonna del Castello. St. Benedict the Abbot and Madonna del Castello merged together. I think you know what it is. 
St. Abbott and Costello. That did not make the list. No, that did not make the list. These are the ones that did not make the list. The ones that made the list are in the bulletin. The last one, my favorite, uh, uh, St. Winifred. Who doesn't like St. Winifred? What a beautiful, beautiful saint. St. Winifred and also St. Maximilian. Who doesn't like St. Maximilian? Wonderful saint in our Catholic faith. St. Winifred and St. Maximilian blended together. St. Winamillion. Get out of here. Get out of here. So with your laughter, praise God. God loves you. I hope you retain that. I hope you hear that. In your laughter and in your joy, God loves you. I hope you hear that and let that sink in. Because my family, ultimately, that's what this is all about. God's love for us. And in that love, helping one another. Because a lot of what we experience with God is mediated through one another. I'm going to repeat that. A lot of what we experience of God is mediated through one another. Our parents, our siblings at first in the family, and then our friends, our childhood friends, and then those in authority. We, we get to experience in some way, in some semblance, we get to experience God, again, mediated through one another. And that's why Jesus encouraged us last week. If you remember the gospel last week, it was about fraternal correction. Please take a look at it when you get a chance. Jesus told us how to engage in fraternal correction. You know, if someone offends you, you go to that person privately, not to bring scandal, not to bring embarrassment. You go to that person privately. And then if, that, if the situation is not resolved, you go with a couple witnesses, one or two people, to witness the situation. And still not resolved, you go to the church. And if still not resolved, you deal with them as you would, you know, someone that is in desperate need of your mercy and compassion. Absolutely. But my family, what did Jesus tell us about why we do that? He told us how, that I just described it very simply. But did he really say why? Why should we engage in fraternal correction? And why should we engage in forgiveness? It's really the same outcome, the same purpose. And my family, it's revealed in Jesus' own statement last week and all throughout the sacred scripture and even in this celebration here where two or three are gathered in the name of Jesus. There he is in our midst. When we gather together in the name of Jesus, he is there with us. He is made manifest. He is made present in us and through us. And as Father Michael so beautifully said last week here at, at the Masses of St. Mary of the Mount, as he said, that, that effort of fraternal correction, it takes work. Because we often hear, oh, where two or three are gathered in my name, we get this notion or we get this image that it's all candy and nuts and clouds and bunnies. It's easy to gather together in the name of Jesus. No, it's not. And Father Michael made that point very clear, that it takes work. That's the work of the church. That's our work. And that work requires, in love, to help our sisters and brothers, especially those who have gone astray, especially those who may have hurt us. And now the lesson continues, and it's right here in the same chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18. Please take a look at it. Here, Jesus is encouraging his disciples, namely Peter, and really all of us, to forgive 
as we have been forgiven. And my family, when we do that, just as we engage in fraternal correction from last week's lesson, what happens when we gather together? What happens is that we promote and sustain peace and unity because we gather as the body of Christ. And there cannot be any dissension in the body of Christ. There cannot be any discord in the body of Christ. There cannot be any animosity in the body of Christ. There cannot be any anger necessarily and resentment and grudges in the body of Christ. That's why Jesus is encouraging us to engage in fraternal correction and now in forgiveness. Because my family, when we do this, we foster and promote and sustain peace and unity. And in that is Jesus Christ. He is made manifest in that peaceful and unified relationship of sister and brother, brother and sister in the body of Christ, the church. And my family, when we do that and we make Jesus Christ manifest in our actions, in our mediation, through mercy, through compassion, again, Jesus is made manifest. And my family, it also reminds us, as Jesus is revealing, our absolute need to be forgiven. This beautiful parable, again, Matthew chapter 18, please take a look at it, reminds us that we are to forgive as we have been forgiven. We are ought to forgive as we have been forgiven. And every one of us here, myself included, absolutely need to be forgiven. And when we remind ourselves of that, when we keep that in mind and in heart, it helps us to be more forgiving towards others. I, sh I quite often share this, quick aside, I quite often share this in the sacrament of reconciliation, that when we are impatient with ourselves, when we are uh, upset with ourselves, when we are cantankerous with ourselves, we're quite often impatient, upset, and cantankerous with other people. And when we are forgiving, kind, and compassionate with ourselves and in our own brokenness, we are oftentimes kind, compassionate, and forgiving on others. And that is another lesson we really need to allow to sink in. The more we are patient and kind and forgiving with ourselves, the more we allow ourselves to be forgiven, the more we allow God's patience and mercy and compassion to be poured out into our lives, then the more we will pour that mercy, compassion, patience, kindness into other people's lives. And that's another beautiful reality. And finally, my family, the ultimate reason to forgive, in my mind, and this, this is debatable, but in the ultimate reason to forgive, it's not only something nice to do. Certainly, your parents told you to forgive when you were a little kid. You know, it's not only nice to do that, for sure. We're not only expected to do that, yes, but my family, it's not only virtuous, yes, we want to be good Christians, we should forgive, yes, but why? Why? It not only, like I said, manifests Jesus Christ. Look what his forgiveness achieved for us, redemption. And when we forgive, when we act like Jesus, we make him present. 
We manifest him in our lives. Where two or three are gathered through that work, through that effort, as difficult as it may be, Jesus Christ it may manifest. But my family, ultimately, when we forgive, we act according to the best versions of ourselves. I'm going to repeat that. When we forgive, we act in the best versions of ourselves. Not only in imitation of Jesus Christ, but in the fullness of who we are to be. Let's break that open. My family, we all know that we are created in the image and according to the likeness of God. And God is love. And that love is made manifest in mercy. That love is made manifest in mercy and forgiveness. And we are in the image and according to the likeness of that love, mercy, and forgiveness. So the more we act in accord with our being, who we are, the more we act in imitation of not only in Jesus Christ, but the more we act in accord with who we are down deep inside, we are in God's image and according to his likeness, and he is love, mercy, and forgiveness. And the more we act in accord with love, mercy, and forgiveness, the more we live the fullness of life here and now, the more we will have a healthy, happy, and holy life here and now. And the more we imitate Jesus Christ and act in the best versions of ourselves here and now, we will certainly be assured of life eternal. My family, let us now turn to our loving Father as his beautiful children. Let us ask our Father to hear and answer all of our prayers. Our response is, hear us, O Lord. For an end to prejudice, systemic racism, and violence, we pray, hear us, us, O O Lord. Lord. For all those who have injured or wronged us, that God's love will heal them and us so that we may walk together again in God's service, we pray, hear Hear us, us, O O Lord. For all of us in isolation, that we may find companionship with God through the scriptures, recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives, and encourage others who are alone. We pray. Hear Hear us, O Lord. Lord. We remember all parishioners and friends on our prayer list as we ask God to comfort them and ease their pain and suffering. We pray, hear us, us, O O Lord. Lord, for all those who have died in our parish community, especially Rose Garamita, Dorothy Joswiak, David Seitz, Irene Wojohowicz. May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear Hear us, us, Lord. Lord. We remember today Francesco Bruno and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear Hear us, us, O Lord. Our prayer for unity. 
We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community united in the Spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. For those listening to this Mass on our podcast, I offer the prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally. Come, at least spiritually, into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. We have a few announcements. To explain the merger process, there is a virtual parish assembly video on our parish website. You can go to our website and watch this presentation. After reviewing it, you may offer feedback or ask questions using a survey link on the same web page. You may also email or call the parish office to submit questions or offer feedback. If you are not able to view this presentation virtually, you can attend an in-person viewing to be held this Sunday, September 13th, from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Administrative Center on 13th Street. Masks and six-foot social distancing will be practiced. If you haven't yet, please review the list of suggested names for our new parish which are included in today's bulletin. All responses must be received by 5 p.m. on Wednesday, this Wednesday, September 16th. Let us stand and pray. 
May the working of this heavenly gift, O Lord, we pray, take possession of our minds and bodies so that its effects and not our own desires may always prevail in us through Christ our Lord. I have one more opportunity for humor, if you'd like me to offer it. Just one more for the trifecta. You want to go for the three? Okay, here it is. What happens when a fallen angel loses his hair? What happens when a fallen angel loses his hair? There's hell to pay. Get out of here. Uh, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Now I'll wash my hands, put on my mask, and distribute communion at the base of the steps. I'll be right there. The love of Christ joins us together. Let us rejoice in Him and in our love and care for all. Now love God in return. Ubi caritas est fera, est fera, Deus ibi est, Deus ibi.